Finding the right person for the job isn't easy. Just ask someone who hired a lounge singer to be their office receptionist. Hello, this is Mickey Marquis, and you've reached the office of Doug and Associates. <laughs> Thank you very much. Catch me Tuesday nights at the Hotel Johnson. Hello? But if you've got an insurance question, you can always count on your local GEICO agent. They can bundle your policies, which could save you hundreds. Doug and Associates, this is Mickey Market. Hello? For expert help with all your insurance needs, visit geico.com slash local today. What's up, Out of Bounds Nation? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome to the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast. Come with us, Out of Bounds, as we discuss and debate the latest topics in the world of sports. We have a great show ahead, so let's get to it. Welcome to the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast, the sports podcast where we dive into current and up-to-date sports topics. I'm your host, Corey Harrison. On my show, you will hear from everyday podcasters like myself, sharing their personal feelings about the sports news and updates. There won't be any experts, just honest opinions and debates. Check. Mahogany dashboard, I do the dashboard, gas to the floor, I'm pressing fast forward, I race a NASCAR, transport, just what you ask for, don't ask me what I ask for, if you can't answer, now who them Zans for, I pop dance for muscle relaxation, I'm a patient, pick up the pace when I feel too adjacent, to who I'm racing, yeah I'm spacing, I'm spacing out, oh you faded, I'm faded out, oh you made it, I made it out, but you shared it like 8 mile, 8 ball. What's good everybody, it's your boy. Big Baby Jonathan here. Welcome to Laker Now. I'm your host, Big Baby Jonathan Safa, and my co-host, Corey Harrison. Welcome to the show, man. How's it going, man? Man, tough loss. Yeah, it was a tough loss. Lakers lose 113-97. to Lakers fall to 51-17. and Houston um, is 43-25, and man. We're going to get right into it, man. Lakers shot. Lakers played horrible tonight. Um... Lakers haven't made the playoffs in seven years, and Lakers want to come out like this. You know, Lakers can't be doing that, man. Lakers got to step up defensively, offensively. We just shot. And here's the crazy thing, Corey. Uh, we shot two for 19 from three. That's unacceptable overall, man. I didn't like the way that we played tonight. You know, there's flashes of Kuzma playing defense on James Harden. But overall, we didn't play good tonight. So what was your thoughts about tonight's game overall? So overall, just looking at the game, how it started, I saw the Lakers come out slow like they've been coming out the last couple games like you know with OKC and it it, it trickled down to this game too Mm -hmm. three-point shooting um is not even there it's like a lost art form for them right now um when you have Danny Green out there he's a three-point marksman he's a specialist at three-pointer he didn't even attempt a three today then you had um just looking at the the stats a little bit closer um you had Quinn Cook out there that tw- played 29 minutes. And he got the nod because we have some key people out. We had LeBron out. We also had Caruso out. 
We also don't have Avery Bradley or Rondo. So we're basically just throwing things out there and just hoping something sticks. And we're trying to see what we have depth-wise as we go get into the playoffs so that some guys are playing either playing for a playoff position or playing out of a playoff position. So let's just start with Quinn Cook. He played 29 minutes. He only had six points. He attempted three threes, and he didn't make any of them. Mm-hmm. He was only 16% from the field. That's horrible. I don't see him playing or playing any kind of rotational minutes in the playoffs at all. And we go to Danny Green. He played 24 mm-hmm. minutes, didn't even attempt a three. He didn't make a three. He didn't attempt a three. He played 24 minutes, 10 points, and he was 71%. So he's highly efficient, but we mm-hmm. paid him to, to be a three-point threat. He wasn't. Kyle Kuzma has been consistent. He's had He was 50% from the field, had 21 points. And I think that um, he's going to have to play big like that or continue this you know, this arc. He's going to have to be the Lakers' defensive third scorer. Mm-hmm. AD, seeing him run, roaming around the perimeter, not getting into the lanes and clogging those lanes up. Guys were making easy layups. That shouldn't happen when you got Anthony Davis out there. He's 6'10". He should be redirecting shots, if he's, especially when he plays the five. Um, Caldwell Pope, I mean, he, he was Caldwell Pope today. I mean, he wasn't, <laughs> he wasn't great. <laughs> He wasn't horrible, but he wasn't, you know, a game changer. Um, Markeith Morris, I don't understand, you know, that pickup at all still. Um, We also did see Taylor Horton, our rookie, come in, the uh, rookie out of Chicago, Mm -hmm. uh, from Chicago. He he plays some, you know, okay, I guess, you know, but just, you know, I just see Frank Vogel emptying out the bench and trying to see exactly what he has on the bench. Um, Also... You know, in the fourth quarter, we did make a comeback. We made a good run. Mm-hmm. We, we got the game within five points. And then right, at, right, you know, I think I went to go use the restroom, and they was right back up by 15 points again. I mean, this Houston roster, um, just by just, just getting into them, you had James Harden. He was phenomenal. 35 minutes, he only took 19 shots, and he had 39 points. Mm-hmm. Phenomenal. And then you had, you know, some of the role players. You know, Ben McLemore, he had thirty he was thirty minutes, he had twenty points, but he was lights out from three. He had he was five for ten, fifty mm-hmm. percent from mm-hmm. three. Um, that'll work. Um, you had, you know, guys, you know, stepping up hitting big threes. You had Jeff Green hitting big threes. Um Robert Covington was efficient. Mm-hmm. Um PJ Tucker, um he thirty six minutes, he had six points, but he was efficient as well. Um, you know, these guys I don't I mean this small ball lineup, they can shoot. We know that. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, defensively, they're 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 getting a lot better. They they're picking up a lot of fouls, but mm-hmm. they're smart with their fouls. So they have to be physical because they're small. But you know, that's my overall take. You know, from from what I've seen, the Lakers are going to have to pick it up. You know, they're coming out really slow. You know, you can see they're emptying out the bench. They're you know trying to see what they have depth wise, but. Some of these guys are really not going to get any kind of playoff minutes because of you know what we're seeing in, on film, especially Quinn Cook. This was his time to shine. This was his time to you know show why we picked him up, why we gave him this opportunity, and he hasn't been playing. And so mm-hmm. this was his opportunity to be able to show us what he has, and he didn't give us anything. This was a big game for him. You know we already locked up the number one seed. But this is time for guys to, you know, make a push to this, the, the, you know, so Frank Vogue can trust them. But mm-hmm. now I'm looking at like, I mean, you, you, do we see why you don't play? 
Mm. But, you know, go ahead. I mean, I don't want to take off all the time, but I'm just really upset with these Lakers right now, man. No, it's all good, man. You you can be upset. So am I. I'm really upset at Anthony Davis because 5 for 8 from the field, 17 points, 12 assists. You got to take it to the paint, man. You got to quit getting afraid by the double teams. That's the one thing about Anthony Davis I want him to work on for the playoffs. He gets double teamed a lot, and he he shuts he shuts the game out. He every time he gets double teamed, he doesn't be aggressive. You got to be aggressive. Put the ball in the post and go to work. And my brother, shout out to my brother Michael. He said if Anthony Davis doesn't score forty, we're gonna lose tonight. And sure enough, he did not score forty. Sure enough, but I just I just don't like what I'm seeing from Lakers right now. You know, it just we seem lackadaisical. You know, we start, always start off slow. And here's what the Lakers do. They always fall asleep, you know. I know the rust four or five months, but you got to get it together because if Lakers get in the – let's say if the playoffs start tomorrow, it would be a tough task for Lakers to even win a playoff game in a sense because LeBron, AD – I know the times they score 42 points, LeBron doing his thing, but I don't, I don't know, man. I'm just a little bit worried now. Now I'm starting to see why Avery Bradley is a big part of this team. Now I see why Rajon Rondo is a big part of this team. You know, Alex Crusoe – talented but he's right um daniel ortez said it best uh, he's inexperienced and it's showing you know and you know and here's what i want the lakers to do figure it out now because if you figure it out now you can work you can get better but if lakers don't figure it out it's going to be a long playoffs that's, that's just high and you're right Corey. remember when you said lakers ain't the favorite remember that yeah yeah and i'm i can start to see why now you well, know you, you just see a lot of teams that are progressively getting a lot better you know this Portland team is looking scary, and and Memphis they're playing themselves out of their playoff position, so mm. it's it's looking like Portland is for real, and it it's almost almost certain that we possibly are going to get them first round. Your thoughts on that? Um, <clears throat> Portland, they're scary, but I feel like the Lakers can match up well because everybody's talking about Damian Lillard, C.J. McCollum, Carmelo Anthony. And everybody's talking about I know Rajon Rondo's not playing or Avery Bradley, but if you look at it, if you put LeBron and Damian Lillard, if you, you know, I feel like LeBron could do a good job on Damian Lillard, but I just feel like that Portland is not like that scary. No, Damian Lillard dropped forty-two points, twelve assists tonight, or forty-five or twelve assists. But for me, man, it's a, teams play way different in the playoffs. You know, remember when the Cavs. And Miami Heat would always struggle throughout the whole season. In the last couple games, they struggle. And then everybody's talking about, oh, can they get it together? Can they do this, do that? And then as soon as the playoffs start, they click. But it's, I think it's a little bit different in the sense because we're in the bubble. And even LeBron James said it best. Um, it's uh, difficult for him at times, you know. He's away from his family, you know. And it's I feel like it's affecting them. And all these, I feel like all these players and teams are affected by not seeing their family, which is understandable. Family comes first. At the end of the day, but it's basketball. You gotta, you know, play through anything. But I understand why certain teams and players are affected by not seeing their family. You know. You made a point about um, about the Lakers matching up well with Portland. I want to kind of go back to that. Okay. Portland just played a really dominant Denver Nugget team, mm-hmm. and they beat them convincingly. You had Damian Lillard. He played 40 minutes with 45 points. 45 points, okay. And on 21 shots. He was 61% from the three-point line. You had the next lead scorer on their team, Gary Trent, which is um, really, really uh, showing that he can actually play in this league. 
he had 27 points. Yusuf Nurkic, their big man, had 22 points. Mm-hmm. And this team is for real. They're a very say- dangerous team. Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't, I don't see we're matching them, you know, point, for, you know, shot for shot because our three point shooting is not there at all. When you say they're dangerous, do you see them a championship contending team? I don't see them as a championship contending team because I don't see anybody on that team that has that kind of experience, and I just feel like they're gonna run into some a, a situation where, you know, their lack of experience is gonna, you know, rear its ugly head in the playoffs. But mm-hmm. they they actually can give a good contending team a run, you know the Lakers. If the yeah. Lakers don't get it together, they're they're gonna they're gonna run into a team that's that's a little, little bit more hungry than they are, and you know can run on the floor a little bit faster and bury teams from three point line. You know they're gonna have to find some three point shooting. You know it it's I mean the league has evolved that three point shot. A lot of, mm-hmm. you know, you got big men out there. You got fouls out there that can stretch the floor and hit threes. Like, we, we cannot, like, be missing a bunch of key three-pointers like that. And it's been, you know, just inconsistent. You know, we have guys that's known for shooting threes, not taking threes. Mm-hmm. It, doesn't, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I agree. I agree with you 100%. And also, too, man, uh, I just feel like, to be honest, I feel like the Lakers are just – Saving their energy for the playoffs. That's how I feel. You know? But I, I just feel like the Lakers are just, okay, we clinch the number one seed. Let's just go through the motions. Because I don't see that passion, that hustle that, like, there was when the, when the, before the pandemic happened. Right. You know what I mean? So at the end of the day, you know, Frank Vogel's in positive about what, like, he's not discouraged. He's positive about what's going on. He's just, that's what he's supposed to say as a coach. You want, you know? And I want to get into uh, Quinn Cook and you real quick. Two for two for twelve, zero for three. Man, that's unacceptable. All these pe- all these role players that step played tonight, unacceptable performance again. You know, I'm just. You know what? I feel like going through this right now could help a team. Help a, This is what we're going through right now. We're gonna be uh, have championship character in the sense that we can overcome this. I feel like. You know, any team that goes through this can overcome it. Just like 2000, uh, what was it? What was it? 2009 Lakers, they would, they'll be struggling sometimes. 2010, they struggled before the playoffs and they geared it up. You know, even Cleveland, even Miami, you know, when they had LeBron and Kyrie, there, there'd be times where they would be playing around and all that stuff and they turned it up. You know what I mean? But we'll see, man. If Lakers, here's the thing, I'm going to keep it real. If the Lakers get into the playoffs, like the way they're playing, um, it's going to be a long playoffs now. It's just, it's just never experienced something like this before, you know. Best te- best team in the west, best team in the west, and we end up playing like I don't know. We just feel like we don't, we're not. I don't know. We just feel like we're disengaged since the bubble, since that Clipper game. What's that a picture of behind you, Kobe? And what game was that? Eighty one. You don't have nobody on that team that can do that. You don't have nobody in there mentally tough like that. You don't have nobody on that mm-hmm. roster, not LeBron, not Anthony Davis, mm-hmm. that has that dog in them like that. They don't have that that, that that type of player. They don't have no player on their team that's going to light a fire under the rest of the guys and get them back in order. They need that. Yeah, I agree with you 100%, man. That, But Ron, what about Rondo? Like, Rondo. What about Rondo? 
Do you think he could? Because uh, he's a, supposedly at the bubble now, rehabbing. But maybe he maybe he comes in, veteran leader, talks some sense into them. You know, but I agree with what you're saying. Nobody has that Kobe Bryant mentality. Nobody you know, has, so nobody has the mama mentality. Nope. You, you can know. just you can just tell like God. I mean, look, look, I'm not gonna sit there. They NBA superstars. They're NBA players. They're in the yeah. NBA for a reason. Yeah, yeah. So don't get me wrong. They're a talented group of guys. Mm-hmm. But when it comes down to you know that dog that fight, like it's now or you know it's now or nothing. Mm-hmm. You know you got legacies on the line. Anthony Davis wasn't winning nothing in in um, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. He came to L.A., took a massive pay cut because he wanted a legacy. Mm-hmm. He wanted to be a part of something special. Mm-hmm. But you can just look, even when AD has big nights and good performances or whatever, it's not like one of those things where he's, you know, trash talking or it's it's just like he just sneaks up on a 40-point game. And it's not mm-hmm. like, you know, it just sticks out. You look at the the, um, the 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 box score, like man, AD had forty something points. It's not like man, AD is like the, out there just you know giving it to him. You know, you're not like really looking at AD. It's like you look at the end of the game. I was like, man, oh, AD had forty points. Like mm. I didn't know he had so many points. It, but mm. it's not like one of those things where like man, AD was like they could do nothing with AD tonight. Mm. You know, it's just I mean, it, I, I don't know if you understand what I'm saying. Um, you know, LeBron used to be like that in Cleveland. Yeah, I know you what know, you're saying. Like, he, look at the I'm box dominance. Yeah, um, a lot of people think that AD soft. What do you What do you think about that? I agree. Yes, wholeheartedly. Yeah, Are you talking about when he plays the five or just in general? In general, he doesn't strike me as a guy that like a Shaq. Mm. Like you don't. I'm not terrified. Like you don't have bigs that are terrified to go up against Anthony Davis. Oh yeah, Anthony Davis on the roster. You know, like, he's not going to move your center off the block or anything like mm-hmm. that. I mean, this, even just tonight, this was his night to be 6'10". Yeah. You are, no no starting player, not nobody on that Houston roster is over 6'8". Yeah. Let that, that happen. Yeah, and that uh, happened when I went to the game. AD, they double-teamed him, and he went he went nowhere. He left the building. When AD gets double-teamed, he clicks out, and, that, and that's like... That's weird. I never seen players do that when they get double team. They don't know how to recover from it. You know, I, I saw, see that every. Yeah, I see I saw, that man. I saw a play mm-hmm. where he was roaming around the perimeter, right? Uh huh. Yeah. And the lane was wide open. Mm. If you're is that when Jeff five, Green did that dunk? Is yes. that when Jeff Green d- the dunk, came in and dunked it? Then McLemore came in and laid it up. You know, like. You're out there playing the five. Why are you on James Harden? James Harden yeah. just shot it right in his face. Yeah, I agree with you, man. But I'm actually kind of glad we're going through this because we're going to figure it out and we're going to get better from it. That's I hope great, you're right. I hope you're right. That's what great championship, championship, ugh, excuse me, great championship teams do. They go through situations, and this this can make or break this Laker team, what we're going through right now. It can make or break us, and if it breaks us, then we don't deserve to win the championship. But if we overcome it and get better and work on it every day, our shots will eventually fall. Just keep shooting. You know, just keep shooting. It's going to go on eventually. It's a make or miss league. You know, it's going to go on eventually. Just keep shooting. Lakers, just keep doing your thing. Just keep shooting. But um, how do you feel like, do you think Kuzma should start? Mm, 
He had 19 points tonight. He's playing great defense on Harden at times, but he's inconsistent too as well. He's been playing pretty good in the bubble though. Yeah. And also too, I'm going to be real. I feel like the Lakers are affected by not having fans. That's that's how I see you, it. You you might be right. I mean, if if anybody's affected, it'd be LeBron because if you think about LeBron, his whole entire career from high school mm-hmm. to the NBA, he's had packed arenas. Mm-hmm. He's he's been playing in front of player you know, a large group of people. Mm-hmm. So you you might be right because he's you know he's always gotten up for the crowd. He's always you know played into the crowd. Like you remember when um, he was played for Cleveland and he played mm-hmm. for Miami. He would get out there, you know, get his little his powder. Yeah, yeah, I've seen that. Yeah, the crowd. Mm-hmm. You don't see really see that no more. That's like one of his things. Like he was, you know, it was entertaining. But you know, at the bubble, it's just hoop. You're just playing basketball. Yeah, you know, it's crazy. I, mean, I, I can understand that, but I, I from a basketball standpoint, you know, it shouldn't it, it shouldn't affect your play. But if you're used to something. Being there, like say for instance, you you know, because basketball is about consistency. Yeah. And if if it's something that's been altered or whatever, you know, that plays into the mental aspect of your game. And mm-hmm. so when you get out of the game mentally, the physical aspect follows suit with the mental. Yeah. And all yeah, I agree with you hundred percent. Also, too, remember the first game that the Lakers played, LeBron was dead beat from it. Yeah, he was. He he looked winded. He looked tired, but they had four months off. Yeah, and I and. Daniel Artest made a interesting point. He said that the Lakers are just rusty right now for being off four to five months, but I just feel like that's got to stop being an excuse right now. We got to get together, and Avery Bradley is a big missing part. Rondo is too, but we just got to put our big boy pants on, keep putting in the work each and every practice, learn from it, watch film, and get better. This Laker team is going to be, be okay because we can't. if we panic, then what's that going to do? You know, we just got to look at film, get better, and keep it pushing. You know, I feel like it's going to make or break us. I really feel like it will, you know. Well, the Lakers haven't really been dominant all year. I mean, they, they got the number one seed. They mm-hmm. got the 50-win season, but they've mm-hmm. been, like, really highly efficient. But they haven't just, like, blowed a team out. They haven't just buried a team. They've just been, mm-hmm. efficient, been efficient at winning. And they don't mm-hmm. have a fiery head coach to, you know, just get in there and, and you know, be like, you know, like, let's win. Let's, like, like getting the guys up and – and, you know, that fiery head coach, you know, they, they had Phil Jackson, you know, when they had Phil Jackson, they won championships. He mm-hmm. wasn't really a fiery head coach either, but he was the Zen master. He could mm-hmm. be able to get a production out of you with his mind. Mm-hmm. You know, they used to meditate. They used to, like, he do, did all kinds of crazy stuff, and he got production out of, like, the, the smallest guy, like, the, 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 the least guy you expect. You, you He out there hitting big shots, you know. Mm-hmm. But I just don't – I don't know, man. This Lakers squad, this Lake year's Laker, we're going to make the playoffs. Thank God we're making the playoffs. But we cannot be just content on making the playoffs. We are the Los Angeles Lakers, 16-time champions. That banner behind you means something. Hell, yeah, it does. You understand we, what I'm saying? Yes, yeah, so and we don't play that. On, you can't go in here in the playoffs pussyfooting, man. Like, you have to go in there – you are the Los Angeles Lakers. You are the second leading franchise in NBA titles. Mm-hmm. And we have the opportunity to tie up Boston. We have Anthony Davis. We have LeBron James. We have two of the greatest duos in NBA history. Mm-hmm. They're top five players 
in NBA, mm-hmm. you have to go in there and make a statement. And right now, the looking, I don't know what we're going to see when the playoffs starts. And I think it starts in a couple weeks. It's, yeah, I agree. It's, it's very concerning to me. Yeah, I agree with you because like, some Laker fans, they're excited about making the playoffs and some Laker fans I talk to, I was like, if Lakers don't win, how are you going to feel? Oh, it's okay. At least we made the playoffs. For me, hell no. If we miss the, if we make the playoffs and don't win, it's a complete failure. I don't care what anybody says. LeBron may say, oh, we made the playoffs last six years. Lakers haven't made the playoffs, so I'm okay with that. Or that's an achievement. Hell no. For me, Big Baby Jonathan, man, if we make the playoffs and lose in the first round or second round and fans are okay with that, then, you know, you don't have the mentality like Kobe. Because you remember when uh, – I don't know if you saw that video when Kobe was up 2-0 and they asked him a question. You satisfied for being up 2-0? And he was like, no, what's to be happy about? Job ain't finished. So what I'm saying is, I miss, that's why one of the things I miss about Kobe, man. Playing. You know, he would, he would probably, if, if Kobe was on this Laker team with Anthony Davis, Kuzma, Kobe Bryant would be irritated. You know, he'd be pissed off. He would probably light a fire under him. And if, we do not win the championship. I don't care what any Laker fan says. This will be a complete failure. I don't care what people say. We gotta win. We're all about championship. We ain't all about, um, oh, we made the playoffs. Congratulations. You want a high five? Hell no. Us, we're all about banners. Just like behind me, if we don't win, it's a complete failure, man. Well, I'm going to tell you this. Nobody on that Laker team could have played with Kobe. Nobody. Not even LeBron. Not Anthony Davis. None of them. Can match up with the intensity that this man did, his work ethic. Nobody. They wouldn't have fit with Kobe. And that's the thing I wish would have happened, Kobe and LeBron being teammates. Because I feel like Kobe Bryant would have blied fire up in LeBron. I feel like Kobe would have been on his on his ass every day. You'd be like, what are you doing taking a selfie on TikTok? Get off, get off social media, bro. Come on, bro. Like, even during the All-Star game when Kobe was playing defense on LeBron, like getting in his face. He was like, come on, let's go. Like, get, come back at me. You know, when he blocked, remember when he blocked him? And then the ball went off LeBron's hand. LeBron was just like, oh, lackadaisical. Look, Kobe was getting in them, get, giving him an earful about it. You know, I just I just miss Kobe, man. Just basketball-wise and then his knowledge and his great wisdom, man. There'll never be another Kobe Bryant. Nope. But, hey, NBA, Lakers basketball's back. We wanted it. We missed it. And we got to go through this. We got to go through things to get better from it. So, here it Man, is. If I had to go through all this and to just to get back Laker basketball and to see this, man, just keep it. Because, <laughs> I mean, just for me, like, this is not what I want to see going into the playoffs. It's mm-hmm. very concerning. It's very nerve-wracking. And they're going to have to figure this out rather quickly because they have some teams that will bury them behind that three-point shot. Mm-hmm. And if you're not taking three-point shots – and you're not making three-point shots if you're taking them, you're useless. Yeah, I agree with you. Maybe uh, Frank Vogel needs to uh, ramp up practice a little bit more because I noticed that when I watched the Velma McGee vlog, they're playing, like they're fishing, and maybe the Lakers need to pull back on doing those activities. Maybe the Lakers need to say, okay, enough with the fish, enough with playing video games, enough with playing Madden. We need to start practicing. 6 a.m. Practice. Work on free throws, work on three-pointers, and change it up. You know, maybe Frank Vogel, may, what if a starting lineup has to be implemented, a new starting lineup to change the rotation and change the momentum? Then they, 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 they may have to happen. 
They need to do like more mental exercises than just yeah. Physical. They can play basketball. They're in the bubble. They're gonna. They don't have nothing to do but hoop. But they need to do like you know try to figure out what guys' mental are, their mental state. Like there's there, there's the mental aspect of the game really under not being understood. That there, there, a lot of people are not really considering that mental part of the basketball game. What they're going through, the adversity of playing in this bubble. Like you talked about, these guys being away from their family, that impacts people mentally. They might be, you know, going through something mentally, and this needs to be addressed before this playoff kicks off. Like, you cannot miss the playoffs, make the playoffs, and be out. Like, we have to make a statement. This has to correlate in the championship. And you know who it's going to fall on if that happens? LeBron. Yep, LeBron. But then he points fingers when he loses, and I don't want to hear that. Nope, that that he has to take responsibility. If yeah. you make a mistake, my bad. Okay, you know how some like certain players or certain quarterbacks in the NFL they'll be like, like let's say perfect example, Patrick Mahomes throws an interception in the Super Bowl and they lost the game. Patrick Mahomes be like, that was my bad. We lost because of me. There's players like like we lost because of me. You know, not not certain plays we lost because I made a mistake. You know, I guarantee you if LeBron somehow. Let's say we lose in the first round. LeBron's going to be like, oh, we didn't have Avery Bradley. He'll start pointing fingers. Nope. LeBron, you're the best player in the league, best player on the planet. Show it in this playoffs. You got to show it. And there's times I feel like LeBron's tentative. I feel like he's, I really feel like he's saving his energy. Like, I don't see that the same LeBron like it was in the earlier in the year before the pandemic happened. Yeah. I don't see that aggression. I don't. Yeah. And this is one of the reasons why I get upset at LeBron. And, you know, you arguably the best, to some people, the best player overall in the history of the NBA. To me, it's Kobe. You know, you may have different, everybody may have different, but I just don't see that. Give me the ball, clear out, get out of my way. I see it at times, but LeBron picks and chooses when to do that. He needs to do that consistently every, 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 every game. You know, it's like if I was the size of LeBron and had the great basketball skills, I'd be dominating every play. You know, if they throw a double team, kick it out to somebody, give me the ball back and clear out. That's just how I feel sometimes about LeBron. What about you? Yeah, I mean, he—you he, can just tell that he's not—he's not the same LeBron that we've been accustomed to uh, seeing. Um, while we were talking, I did see an interesting stat mm-hmm. that we kind of talked about, but I want to go into a little bit detail about it about the three-point shooting in this game. Oh, I see, I seen it too. The Houston Rockets made 21 three-pointers. That's 63 points. You want to take a guess about what the Lakers shot? The last two games? No, today. Two for 19. They scored two three-pointers. That's 60 yeah. points. It's kind of hard to beat a team if they made 21 threes. This, this, is, how this, this is how this Houston roster is constructed. The three-point shot. They live and die by the three-point shot. Uh-huh. Why do you think they went out and got Robert Covington? Shoot why the three. Think, why do you think they got rid of um, their center? Three-point shooting. And here's the thing. Lakers are playing good. De- there was a couple possessions. Lakers are playing great defense, rotating. Harden would just throw it off the top of the key to Robert Covington. Lakers would just stop and just. And I, every time that happened, I'm like, go ahead, hope he makes it. They just got to learn to close out or force them to drive even in the corner. P.J. Tucker was wide open. I'm like, I hope he makes that. And well, then he I mean, made it. I was like, Lakers got to learn. 
I mean, Anthony Davis had the lane wide open, so they would have been able to come in there and do whatever they want to do inside too. Yeah, yeah. I just AD you can't leave a, you can't leave the back door open and expect nobody to come in. You gotta you gotta secure that back door. You gotta make sure like and like you, if you got a house, you don't yeah. leave the door wide open. Nah. No, hell no. Nah. You see what I'm saying? So yeah. you, you gotta you gotta make sure you got a security system by your door, yeah, man. Like yeah, yeah. You, see, you need to have guys thinking about that. You remember like in the old school, you had little guys coming into the lane or whatever, they either gonna get the they shot block or they gonna get an elbow. You're not just coming like in here. Just like buying my Barrea. Damn man, like you don't have no dog like that in in yeah. the middle of in, in the middle. You can't let just these little guys come in there like you six ten, dude. Like you have to make sure, make you make a statement, make guys think about coming there on you. Yeah, that's just my 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 opinion, man. Yeah, I agree. And where's Javale McGee? I haven't. Seen, what's where's he at? He needs to do a better job closing the lane too. It's like damn. Javale McGee. I wasn't high on him when we got him, mm-hmm. but he's ha- he did he have some good games. He he's he's done pretty good, but. He was he's he was highly inconsistent with Golden State. I didn't yeah. really like how he played with Golden State. You know, if you track his career, like it's a it's a wonder he's actually still in the league. Mm-hmm. If he hadn't won those titles, he didn't flip that switch in Golden State. He'd probably be out right now. Let me ask you this real quick before I forget. Do you think the Lakers should have kept Demarcus Cousins Damn right, right now? Yeah, like yes. I feel 100%. like that would have been. Mm, who do we we cut him for? Who? With J.R. Smith? Morris boy. And you were talking about someone had that dog in him to get the team going, I think, if we had a Cousins still. I bet you Cousins would have been healthy probably. Well, he's a liability defensive too. True. But But, we bring that passion. But I feel like Lakers need to sign him next year. I already feel like we have a deal in place for him. Wink, wink, stay in the facility, blah, 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 blah. You know? But but, um, he's the best five, the best passing five. Like – he he can actually make good passes and swing the ball out and get guys set up. So mm-hmm. um, he he's a good playmaking five, but and he can shoot threes too. But I don't know, man. Yeah, Final man. thoughts. Final thoughts, man. Lakers, just get it together. We'll be all right. We'll be all right, man. Um, we can't panic because if we panic, then what us fans gonna do? If we scream and yell, oh, just let them. Lakers will figure it out. And I feel like this, if they, if we can overcome this to win the championship. Then we're championship battle tested. I feel like we will. What about you, man? What are your final thoughts? I just think that, you know, we're Laker fans. We are pushing mm-hmm. the panic button a little early. But, mm-hmm. because, you know, the playoffs hasn't started yet. Playoffs is different. We, we're going to be able to see um, what we actually have. But, man, we got to get together. Most definitely, man. But we got to get together. We'll bounce back on Saturday. But Indiana is a team that people need to watch out for in the East. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not buying But not we'll even. talk about that for a different time, but I'm going to end this Laker now. I just want to thank Corey for coming on, man. Thanks for coming on, man. We'll talk soon. Yes, sir. If you love the Out of Bounds Sports Podcast, we'd love for you to subscribe, rate, and give a review on iTunes. Until next time. The 
minute you step behind the wheel of an all-new Toyota Tundra TRD Pro, you'll know it was made to make a statement. Because it's a beast. Equipped with a 437-horsepower iForce Max hybrid engine made for making power moves. Plus, available cockpit-red interior with a technical camel pattern made to deliver a red carpet-like experience. Not to mention an in-grill LED light bar made to make you stand out from the crowd. The all-new Tundra TRD Pro, made to make a statement. Toyota, let's go places.